This is Leslie. And this is Liam. And we're trading money stress for real happiness. You are listening to Seeds, a 15-minute debrief on young people's common money challenges. Every episode will bring someone new to the table to plant a foundational seed on how to grow our wealth and unlock our ideal lifestyles. We're so, so glad you're here. And today we have the very own Reed Joyner, a good friend of mine who has met through MLP, now joining us in Chicago to weigh in on student loans and how to really manage and plan out that repayment process. Reed, uh, we're so excited to have you. <laughs> I love the intro. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> And Reed, we want to ask, uh, you know, our podcast is focused on planting the seed to help trade that money stress that we all deal with for real happiness, which we're all seeking. What does happiness mean to you and how are you using finances to get there? Yeah, no, nah, happiness to me, like, I don't know, I'm a big, uh, I'm a big Gary Vee guy. And also, it, I mean, it's just real. It's just like, yo, if you enjoy your process on doing like, whatever it is, like, you find, like, the, the beauty in, like, the little things, whether it's, like, you know, you guys recording this podcast, like, yo, you're in sales, yo, like, you know, uh, like, whatever your process is and you enjoy doing that and you can find, like, joy just in the details in it, like, that's happiness to me. Um, money, of course, is a vehicle in order for you to do stuff and, like, do the things you want. So, it's, like, you know, God forbid one day, like, shit hits the fan, like, you don't want to, like, be derailed. Like, you want to be in a position where you can handle anything that gets thrown at you. So, like, right. that's kind of, like, how I see happiness and just, like, how finances are kind of are playing, like, a part into it. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 What's that stat that, like, most Americans couldn't afford a $500 emergency or something crazy like that? Have you yeah, it's, that? like, people – no, it's like it's, I think yours is like a crazy stat. Like it's, I forget the stat is, but most Americans are living like paycheck to paycheck, and you're like, yo, that's not that's not like a cool thing to do, or just like it's, it's a shitty <laughs> situation to be in. You know what I mean? That's not yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah, stop pretending it's cool to not yeah. feel like together. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I I feel you 100 percent on that, Reed, and and really glad you're here to weigh in, not only on the small things of like that process day-to-day that makes you happy, but particularly because you and I had connected about student loans, and we had a write-in asking about how to really go about thinking about that repayment schedule. So um, one of our listeners asked, I just graduated in December, and I'm hoping to set up my student loan repayment schedule. What do I need to know to get started? How are other young people preparing their mindset and budget? I feel like I'm going to be paying these off for a few years at least, and I want to get started on the right foot. Um, love these vulnerable write-ins, guys, so mm-hmm. keep them coming. Uh, but, Reed, I want to hear your thoughts at first, because I know we had a very similar conversation uh, a couple weeks back. Yeah. Oh, okay, like on on uh, your write-in, just like my thoughts on that? Yeah. Yeah, no, 100%. Like, yeah, you're going to be paying back student loans for a bit, especially if you borrow, like, thousands of dollars and you're not making, like, you don't really know what your money is going to look like before you graduate. Um, so, and you got to know kind of, like, what you're, what you're expecting to pay back. Like, for example, I owe, like, or somewhere around, like, $35,000. And, like, when you graduate college, you're like, oh, I'll pay it back. Like, I'll figure it out once I get there. And then you kind of get mm-hmm. to the real world and you're like, and you're like, oh, dip. like, I have bills. Like, there's food. 
Like, there's just so many different <laughs> things, and you got to be into a situation where you're kind of in control of it. Like, oh, shit, I'm going to be paying this for, you know, I don't want to be paying this for 10 years. I'd rather get it done in five or something. Like, right. you have to just have, like, a subtle, a, a strategic game plan on how to go about it. Right. Yeah. I'm curious about, um, you know, starting off and, and thinking about what my game plan is going to be. How How did you initially think about, like, okay, do I want to be on the aggressive side? Do I kind of just want to pay, pay the bare minimum? Like, wh- how how did you get your mind in the place where you, you came to a situation and you came to a, a repayment plan that was actually, like, in line with, with what you needed to do and with your mindset at the time? Yeah. So, for me, like, you know, typical college story, you graduate or you get to the end of it, of end of college, you're about to graduate, you're, like, thinking about your loans. You're like, man, I know I'm going to pay it back. I don't know when, but I'm going to pay it back at some point. And, you know, probably about, I think, Jan, was it January or February? Oh, February, they started worrying about it kick in. So I was about, I think it was December, and I was like, all right, I got to kind of figure out what my loans are going to look like. So the first thing I did was, you know, call, first log into uh, my loan pr- uh, service provider, which was um, Great Lakes. And I mm-hmm. saw my amount, which was like, I think it was like 35 or 36,000. I was like, okay, like, I actually have to figure out how I'm going to go about this. Um, so the first thing you got to do is actually call your loan service provider because you're not going to know the plans that they offer unless you talk to somebody. Like, mm-hmm. they could screw you over, like, your monthly payments to be $400, like $300, depending on how much you owe. Or there's other plans where it's like, okay, there's a graduated plan, which I found out about, like, you know, probably in December, where it's like they increase payments every two years. So it's mm-hmm. like any any person that takes their career seriously understands, like, they're going to make more money down the line. So when mm-hmm. I did, I was like, okay, I'm not about to be making crazy money my first couple of years out of school. Let's see if I can bring these payments down some. So I actually went with a graduated plan, which I think for the first couple of years, I have, like, $200 a month payments, and then they jump up to, like, I think it's like 250 for the next two years, and they they slowly increment until I think it's like the most I'm gonna owe in I think probably like if I were to stay on this plan like eight years it's like 400 dollars payments, but like once I start making good money I'm just gonna re or just change my plan and like throw as much money into my loans as possible. Yeah, I think that's exactly what the first step is like consider the best option for you, and we love the point about reaching out to somebody, talking to somebody, talk, like embracing this. Uh, like, no, you're not alone. Uh, in the class of 2018, 65% of college kids took out student loans. Like, you're not alone. Embrace this. Talk yeah. to somebody. And then I would also recommend, you know, figure out what's best for you, but consider paying off that loan with the highest interest first. Mm. Right? Because that's what's yeah. going to accrue over a few different years, um, depending on what plan you end up going with. Um, but I think make sure you're considering all of those things and make, make sure you're, you're considering all options. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I got lucky. Yeah, go ahead, Reed. Sorry, I was just going to say, like, yeah, definitely, like, you got to check which loans have high interest rates. Um, I got lucky, so I'm all under, like, the federal FAFSA loan, so, like, I don't have multiple loans from private uh, service providers. But if you do, like, you need to reach out and figure out, okay, like, what are my interest rates? Like, how much is this loan going to pay me or going to charge me for minimal payments and things things like that. So you just have, like, a good grip on your finances and know what to expect for, you know, the, the duration of your loan period. 
Well, one of the things I struggle with the most is thinking about things in a in a ten year time horizon, right? Like it's almost like this new new year, new decade, twenty twenty. I'm looking back, and I'm totally going to expose myself here, but I was low key in middle school when this decade started, you know. And <laughs> now I'm looking ahead, and I've got ten year plans, whether they're on the student loan repayment side or whether they're on um, the you know investment side, whatever it may be, and Honestly, find it really challenging to think about, like, okay, 10 years. Like, how can I get my mind right to be in it for 10 years? How can I start to think about, like, the long-term payoff cycle, given that just starting out in my career, that 10 years seems like a really long time. Um, Rita, I'm, like, I'm curious about how you've already, I mean, with the graduated plan, how you've thought about, like, no, like, this is something I'm going to be in for 10 years, and I feel good about that time frame. And I'm coaching myself through that, even though it is a really uh, extended time period that I'll be paying off the loans. Yeah, so my mindset, how I kind of went about that, it's like 10 years is a long time. Okay, can we break that down to, you know, less years? So, okay, my minimum payments for the next two years are going to be consistent around like 200 a month or something like that. So Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, let's let's treat this as a two-year span, like, Let's get my career right. Let's keep making the payments. And then, hey, we'll see where I am, you know, maybe a year, two years down the line. And then you can kind of reamp your game plan depending mm-hmm. on the situation that you're in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I would I would also recommend looking out for additional resources to help. I, I know a lot of employers are starting to offer some sort of financial aid to help people repay. So if you are in that spot where you graduate with uh, student loan, and then you start working for a company, I was looking into any program or any resources internally. I know the amount of employers that help offer financial aid to employees in in student debt mm. increased from 4% to 8% between 2018 and 2019. So if we're looking at that trend, hopefully that's mm. something that continues. Um, you think yeah. double the amount of employers in 2019 we're helping some of their employees with, with paying off student loans and in 2018. So, well, 8%, maybe still not a majority of, of the companies out there, but if this is the trend we're seeing, make sure that you're considering all of those. And, and again, back to the first point of reaching out to people around you to find these resources. And, and you're not going to find these out unless you start ask quest, asking questions. Yeah. Yeah. And then one other thing I'd add, too, on that is just as you're creating this plan as you're building out the next couple of years in those chunks like we said and then even further out to to a 10-year time frame uh, is there any way you can put extra money towards those loans if paying off quickly is important to you transparently i i, I speak with a, quite a few um people who come to me for advice specific to loans and specific to debt and there are people who they would like to get done with all of their debt in two years and that is a priority and it is weighing on them and something that they're trying to put every extra dollar towards, if that's you, then every bonus, every pay increase, uh, anything you could sell online um, within reason, obviously, that that goes towards that debt payment. But then if you're comfortable with with the payment schedule that you have, you're comfortable with the eight years, you're comfortable with the 10 or even 12, um, be okay in that and, and own that. I feel like um, there's a lot of judgment that gets passed around, especially around debt and especially around the right time for you. So, Reed, I'm really glad that you're 
your you, you have at least found what works for you, especially with with your lifestyle now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I feel I feel like we really planted the seed on the topic of student debt, where to start, who to go to, what to consider. I want to make sure our listeners know how this seed could blossom or grow or inspire you all on your own wealth journey. So for all of us, you know, on the phone right now, do we have any actionable takeaways to help these seeds become plants for our listeners? <laughs> Reed, I'll start with you. Yeah, 100%. First of all, figure out what works for you. Um, that I, I just want to echo, echo what Leslie said there, like figure out what works for you. Um, but one of the first actionable takeaways that I would say is just call your service loan provider. Like some people haven't even spoken with them and they started already paying loans, but it's like you don't even really understand how your loans are structured. So I just think that is, that is the number one thing that you should, you should really do to really understand the, the structure of how your loans are laid out. Yeah, definitely. I feel like on my end, um, we talked a lot about mindset, and that's something that I'm I'm personally very attuned to as a coach. And I feel like um, part of that mindset and part of being able to evaluate what's good for you is just having clarity. So to Reed's point, pick up the phone, call that provider, start to understand what your plan, what you currently have, what you have to pay down. And then I would leverage tools. There's one in particular that I really like called Unbury Me. It's U-N-B-U-R-Y dot M-E. And it's a website that allows you to visualize your debt from student loan payments to credit card bills, everything in between, um, and then create a plan for how long it will take you to pay that off and what that looks like on a month-to-month basis. I definitely leverage that resource too. Yeah, and my takeaway would be to look at, all of the resources, consider all of the options out there, whether it's an employer helping you out and paying these, whether it's refinancing, whether it's to read suggestion, calling to understand how your loan is structured and, and to ensure that you're getting the best option. Um, I'm sad we're up this topic for now. I want to make sure we take a moment to celebrate an incredible real growth moment from another one of our listeners and former guests. Slash guest. Listener slash guest, uh, Miles, who was on a few weeks ago, uh, who is here in Chicago, reached out to Leslie and I this past week, um, <laughs> declaring his own real growth moment. And we're like, Miles is incredible. Uh, Miles listened to one of our episodes and was looking for ways to make a couple extra bucks with things that he realized he didn't need and things that didn't bring him value. So he ended up selling a few things from his bedroom, a lot of his old clothes that were just sitting around and didn't really bring him value, happiness. He didn't wear them anymore. And I think Miles is a couple hundred dollars in his pocket now. Um, so Miles, cheers to you. I mean, um, a little little disclaimer, I did the same thing. Uh, Miles, I think you Poshmark. I had my stuff on Let Go, um, Facebook Marketplace. I'm putting it on now. And anyway, it's just a great way to not only do your New Year's January cleaning, but also making a few extra dollars along the way, but really just getting into the mindset of, I, I'm, I don't need these things. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I don't need this in my life. I don't bring any value. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I can get rid of them in a better way than to donate or to sell. Yeah, I, I love these examples. 
because we're putting our money quite literally where our mouths are. Miles, who actually gave the advice about sell what you don't need, is going ahead and doing that. We are doing the same. Um, and I'm in the pipeline. I'm, I'm trying to get there. So um, in the meantime, listeners, please continue to share these stories with us. We love bringing them up because it's not just me. It's not just Liam. It's not just Reed. It's not just Miles beginning our wealth journey. Um, so really grateful for you for sharing with us your challenges and also your growth moments. Yes. Glad you mentioned that. Go to the link in our Steve's podcast description. Share your experiences with us. We'd love to help you achieve your goals and celebrate when you do. We honestly can't be, can't wait to be part of this journey. So in the meantime, subscribe to Seed, stay up to date with our community, and we'll all collectively pursue happiness in real time. Lastly, shout out Reed for weighing in on this topic of student loans, where to start being real with us. Always love chatting with you. Uh, Reed, where can everybody stay, stay engaged with you, follow you? Uh, I'm on LinkedIn, uh, Reed Joyner, R-E-E-D-J-O-Y-N-E-R. Uh, Instagram, I'm on there sometimes, but R-J-O-Y-N-E-R-1-8. Um, those are kind of my top two avenues for communication, but yeah, that's where you can find me. Awesome. I love it. I like the honesty, too. Don't just mail it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sometimes the time is on there. He's modest. He's a modest Instagram. <laughs> Great. And that's all we got. Great. Thanks again, Reed. We are signing off. Signing off. Have a good week, everyone. Thanks.